Hey everybody, welcome to the Cali Traveler Podcast Show. I'm your host, Paul. Once again, welcome to the Cali Traveler Podcast Show. I'm your host, Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cali Traveler Podcast Show, season premiere of season two. I had mentioned that I was going to have a very special guest this week. So joining me on the Cali Traveler Podcast Show is a friend of mine that I've known for over 13 years. I've known him since high school. He's now a phenomenal sensation on TikTok, originally started on YouTube. And yesterday, let's give it up for Tyler, aka Hinmay Productions. Welcome, Tyler. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year. Okay, everybody. Welcome to the Cali Traveler Podcast Show. Right now, I've got a very special guest for us. Give it up for Tyler Woida, a.k.a. Hinne. How's it going, Tyler? Hey, howdy. Hey, everybody. Doing pretty good. So, Tyler has been... Doing TikTok videos for how long you've been doing TikTok videos now? Just a little bit over a year. I started around Halloween last year when I was working over at Nightfall. It's a entertainment company over in Tucson, Arizona, where they go ahead and they have a Wild West recreation town. But during Halloween, they go ahead and they renovate it into something called Nightfall, which is a kind of Halloween spooky thing. So what I did is that, hey, we're doing fun things over here. Might as well go and join on the TikTok craze. And I was able to actually get in part due to this by Children of Proteus. They are a um, comic book series that have been making their own TikToks. And they were the ones who actually originally inspired me to go on to TikTok. That is amazing. I didn't realize that the idea for your TikTok started at Nightfall. And now, in fact, I know that one of your biggest series in TikTok is called Wild West Voida, which I happen to follow. So for all of you that follow Tyler on TikTok, I actually discovered that he was doing TikTok via Instagram. So I go ahead and take all my TikTok videos and I also make sure to export them onto my other social media, such as Instagram and Facebook. That's amazing. Now, like I was telling the listeners earlier that you and I actually have a history going back. We've known each other well over 13 years. Yep. We originally met over at Rincon High School and we've been able to go ahead and have an entire friendship develop over all these years. It's quite amazing like how life has taken us. Like literally Tyler and I yesterday, we were on the phone for over 30 minutes and we were just like reminiscing and realizing, wow, we've known each other for such a long time. And, you know, he and I had been talking about me being on podcast and YouTube. And I was saying to him that I would love to get his story out there. And I know for all of you that are YouTubers, TikTok stars, streamers, you know, all of the above, I'm sure you would love to hear some advice for Tyler. So back in high school, Tyler used to do YouTube way before YouTube became mainstream. So now what started your move from YouTube to TikTok? Well, there was definitely a long span in between that. So when I first started doing my own YouTube page, it was making small videos like stop motion animation, anime music videos, little short live action films for fan films. All that kind of stuff is still transpired into what I'm doing nowadays. 
between then and now, I've gone to college for both Pima Community College and then transferred to the University of Arizona. I actually was able to go ahead and earn my bachelor's degree in filmmaking, and I've been able to graduate with magna cum laude to do the best representation of film work that I can. I aspire to actually become a cinematographer for films at one point. I've also had experience with directing. I've done set design. I've been able to go ahead and actually be an extra and actor on both sides, so I know the camera both in front and behind. So a lot of this comes with, I've loved film ever since I was a kid. I love being able to see the visualization of what I couldn't normally say, because for the longest time, I had a horrible speech impediment. I would stutter, I would stumble over my words, and I wouldn't be able to properly articulate what I would like to let people know. But over a little bit of therapy and being able to just slow my brain down, say what exactly was coming to mind, I could then let people know this is exactly what I want people to know that you could see through the visual medium. But my fallback was, oh, I can take a good picture. You can see this picture. And that way, my, the thing in my brain can go to your face. Yes. And that was how my whole enjoyment of film was that I can convince somebody to see a story from my perspective instead of me trying to just jumble out words and have people kind of have a vague recollection of what I'm talking about. <laughs> Now, when it comes to film, who would you say are some of your biggest influencers? So for me, I really go back for Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, James Cameron. I really enjoy um, Joss Whedon. Being able to have a whole variety of those people growing up and seeing their films were always extraordinarily inspirational because Steven Spielberg was able to connect with kids. You look at James Cameron, he's been able to make some of the most expansive universes for Avatar, and he's always made bank for the you know, box office. If you look at um, Jerry Bruckheimer, who actually graduated from the University of Arizona as well with his business degree, so having that as an inspiration of, hey, someone else who graduated from the University of Arizona can do the films that I could do, and he's been known for the Pirates of the Caribbean series. So there's a whole bunch of different connections for my filmmakers that I enjoyed, like Joss Whedon has been able to work on Firefly, he's been able to work on The Avengers, he's been able to work on the Buffy Vampire series and Angel series, so there's a whole gambit of different filmmakers that are out there that are inspiring for different reasons. Tim Burton, because of his dark, quirky humor, he has a wonderful reminiscence of be able to take the obscure, the unknown, and make it so entertaining that everybody's like, oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. He was the director of that. Well, Henry Selick was actually the director. He was the producer of that. So Didn't he also all... direct uh, James and the Giant Peach, if I'm not mistaken? Um, Henry Selick, yes. Yeah. He did direct Hen So that was um, Henry Selick who did um, James and the Giant Peach. What is some advice that you would give to some of the upcoming stars um, of YouTube, TikTok, you know, live streams. What is some advice you would give to them? Sure. So first and foremost, you have to try and find what is your niche. There's a lot of different things out on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, where people have their own content, but it's always those small individual differences that are able to distinguish you from everybody else. For myself, I've grown up loving Westerns as a kid, so when I was able to, like, hey, I want to start showing off 
gun spinning on TikTok. Initially, part of the community standards that they have is that you're not really supposed to show weaponry on there. But I've tried making the spin of it of, hey, let me go ahead and also do this as an educational thing where if people have questions, how can I go ahead and help? Oh, hey, Tyler, I really like this, you know, gun spinning, but how do you do it? Well, let me break it down. And I will go through video replying to people in their comments. And if they have, hey, how do you do like that backspin? I will literally, in a one-minute video, break down my process or even 15-second video and show them what do I do in the process to make it go from, hey, I don't know anything to, oh, I could actually become a gun spinner too. Because you get to see shows like The Mandalorian. There is um, Henry Wayne, who is the um, stunt double for um, Pedro Pascal. And he's actually the grandson of John Wayne. So a lot of these things that you have for those pivotal roles, they have to start somewhere. So gunslinging itself for cinematic universes, it's all around us, but it's being able to take those steps of, well, how do you go from, oh, I spin a Nerf gun to, oh, I have firearms that I spin professionally. I've actually been able to use my skills professionally in the motion picture, The Righteous 12. It'll be being released in theaters in April and If I'm not left on the cutting room floor, I have a very quick segment in the film itself where I do gun spinning and I fire off a shot with a blink, of course, to help with the cinematic universe. But that's a very small segment. If it happens to make it on the screen, which I will be ecstatic if it makes it there, but that's part of the issue is that it's trying to find where can I have people see the skill sets that I've been able to learn and then be able to work off of that. So coming back around, if you want to find what your thing is, whether it be music, whether it be um, doing rap, whether you want to go ahead and have fun dance numbers, if you want to do choreography, there's a whole gambit of things out there. Just try and find what is it that makes you happy. You have to understand that if you're going to get into the realm of entertainment, there are going to be quite a few people who are out there who want to unfairly criticize your works. They will look at the stuff that they do and they usually are judging you off of their own failed attempts. So then that comes out as nasty comments where people have received, you know, very harsh criticisms, death threats, all that kind of stuff. I've definitely been on that receiving end as well too. And it's very unfortunate that that happens in the world of entertainment. So, of course, taking that to heart, you have to understand that when people are giving those criticisms, a lot of it really isn't directly posted at you. It's more of they're lashing out because of their own failed attempts. So people will criticize you. It is a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of mentality. So when you are approaching the world of entertainment, make sure that you go eyes bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, make sure that whatever connects with you is what's going to be inspiring as being able to open your eyes to the world of possibilities of, Hey, I know this song that I like it's in my head, but I'm not sure how to do it. Take small steps, make sure to find your due diligence of, Hey, I love being able to look at the big picture, but what small detail can I focus on right now? 
like for myself, when I started doing filmmaking photography, I've been doing that professionally for 10 years now. And, oh, yeah, it took me a while to get used to the idea of actually charging somebody to do work. I'm like, I'm just having fun and people are paying me to do this. But I've been able to work on my own skill set to see what is my style. I go for a very high contrast cinematic style to help accentuate people to make them look, you know, like they're in the movies. When you also have other artists who do like ambient style where it's just using available light and they have be very soft and mine are very stark and dynamic. So it depends on what your style is. And again, if something that you see inspires you, take an aspect of that and then use it again. And of course, if anybody asks you, hey, I really enjoyed being able to watch this because this is why I like it. So a lot of that comes back to giving tribute and giving proper credit back due to where it is. That's exactly what I was saying as well, too. And, you know, one thing I'm going to say to our listeners and, of course, to your viewers as well, is that if people put you down, you know what? You let it go in one ear and let it go out the other. Don't think about it. People are going to always judge us. But you know what? At the same time, we take those people that criticize us and we say, okay, you know, what can I do to make my content appealing to you? You know, I've had people actually tell me, oh, your podcast is super boring. You know, I don't like it. And I tell them, you know, I appreciate the fact that you say this and I'm you know, sorry that you feel like it bores you. What exactly can I do to change the content? And, you know, the crazy part is I've actually gotten people who have talked negative about my content. I've actually got them to be subscribers, surprisingly, you know, and I think it was all about the whole uh, feedback, you know, that we give to our subscribers and they, you know, in the end, you know, realize, okay, well, you know, we can be just like them. And, you know, I think it's absolutely amazing. Now, you hit a milestone yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, on TikTok, right? Yep, that's right. I went ahead and I was actually able to just hit 10,000 followers. I'm currently at 10.5 thousand followers, which it's still blowing my mind that people are coming to me. It's like, hey, they like my super silly antics. Where did this happen? And I've been on TikTok for, again, a little bit more than a year. And it's only been within the last couple of weeks that I've really been able to have things go a little bit more viral, a little bit more for the subscriber base, because I try to look at what ongoing trends there are. And there was a very super silly video that was being posted of the old Markiplier outro song. And there were a few different TikTokers on there. It all got started off with Ember Blue. And he started doing a kind of head body bob to the outro song. Some other people were able to duet to it, which means that they added on their individual videos to complement them. They were doing them in unison. I decided to take their video and take it a little bit of a spin where they were doing it on the upbeat. I decided to bang my chest like, you know, Donkey Kong style and have right them go off and go on the beat. So I combined the other to make it kind of like a chaotic good energy kind of video. And people saw it and it ended up going viral. I think it's 
like 130,000 views or something like that right oh, now. Wow. It's kind of ridiculous, and I only posted it like four days ago or something like that. Power of the internet, right? <laughs> Seriously. Virality is – one thing that I will definitely let everybody know is really up to the viewers and it's up to the circumstances. What goes viral – you don't really have as much control over it. You can use all the popular hashtags. You can use the cool video, the new dance move. But it's really, it's unfortunate to say there's a lot of chance that goes into what videos can go viral because you can have all the right moves, all the right songs, everything precisely done, and it won't do as well. People will still positively influence and take it, but actually getting it back for you know more people seeing it is up to the algorithm. And the algorithm itself, kind of weird. So at least from my perspective, when you're looking at the TikTok algorithm itself, if you go ahead and you're trying to post all the different hashtags, all the different things, sometimes it backfires and you actually get less views because of it. But if you're able to work on what the popular trend is, because you'll even see when you're putting in your hashtag, mm. there are going to be certain things that pop up that are going, you know, big or with the fire symbol, it's going viral. Yeah. So you can use those and try to hop on those individual hashtags, especially if it's relevant to the video that will in turn help out with it going and getting for more virality. But if you also ignore the algorithm for a while and you get off of TikTok, TikTok actually wants to go ahead and push more for your video because it's trying to give you notifications saying, hey, this person liked, this person commented, this person followed. And if you ignore those notifications, I've noticed that there's actually more of the algorithm where it's like, oh, hey, he's getting bored and not paying attention. So, yeah, go ahead and you know take this video and start pushing it more to other people so that way they can see it. It's a weird system, but that's what I've seen so far. So with uh, so with TikTok, it's more based on personal interaction that you have with your subscribers. So the more interactive you are with them, the more viral you become, right? Yeah, that definitely does help a lot with. Yeah, sorry, that definitely does help out a lot with it too. So for me, I like making sure to do video replies to people when they have comments or if they have concerns, if they have anything like that. If you do a regular typed comment. That's one way you can reply. But TikTok is unique that way where if someone has, hey, um, how do you go ahead and can you like do a Star-Lord thing? You can literally go ahead and make a video reply. Which then, I would like to point that out, by the way, that um, not only Tyler does gun spinning, he does lightsaber spinning as well too. Yep, yep. That was actually the big thing about when Paul and I were back in high school. I was part of the talent show and – I did my lightsaber competition back then. Not as good as I am now, but yeah, people were going nuts for it. So. Hey, you did a lot better than I did when we did lightsaber fights. You kicked my ass for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Would you be willing to share your links for your TikTok, uh, your name for your Instagram and all that? Yeah, of course. So for myself, I have my same business name for all of my different things. It's Hidden May Productions. H-Y-N-M-A-Y P-O-D-U-C-T-I 
O N S. Which Handmade Productions. Which for the listeners, by the way, I will end up posting these links on the podcast when it's posted on YouTube. So you'll be able to access Tyler's TikTok and all the social medias via my YouTube channel. I wanted to thank you, Tyler, for being on the Cali Traveler podcast show. And you know, I wish you the best of luck in your TikTok. Awesome. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being able to reach out and doing this interview. So just remember, everybody, go ahead. And if you want to do any of this kind of stuff, Definitely pursue it with all your heart. Make sure that you have fun content. Make sure that you do whatever it is that makes you happy. And at the end of the day, it's all about making smiles. Well, absolutely. Thank you so much, Tyler. My pleasure. And have a great day. We definitely need to have a high school. Re- right. Yeah. It's been 10 years now that we graduated. So <laughs> For sure, man. All right. You take care. Once again, I want to give a very special thanks to Tyler Warda, a.k.a. Hinmay Productions. Before ending the podcast show, I'm actually going to give you guys a sneak peek at some of the content that Tyler has on his TikTok, which, by the way, Tyler, thank you for providing me with some of the audio samples of your TikTok. podcast can be heard weekly on my youtube channel so subscribe to cali traveler 93 as well as liking my facebook page cali traveler 93 and the podcast will be available on spotify and other platforms (laughs) 